Okay. Here we go. Back. Here we go. Another review. Uh, this one's for all the people who uh, think they must be losing their mind. Because uh, I sure am. Uh, Puma Blue. <laughs> In Praise of Shadows. That's another... Oh, by the way, uh, in case you haven't listened to the album, that's a reference to the lyrics of the album, okay? We're doing that now. In Praise of Shadows, Puma Blue, 2021. 14 songs, 51 minutes and 28 seconds. Parker, give us your top tracks, favorite track, and your overall impressions, please. Of course. I would love to. Uh, top tracks. I had two I really liked. My absolute favorite was uh, Oil Slick. Yeah. thought that it was pretty good and had the mellow feel of the whole album while still being a bit more energetic mm-hmm. overall. Had some very clear and solid vocals, some groovy instrumentals. Um, Is It Because was my second favorite. Uh, I thought it was smooth and it had a nice kickoff at, at around the two minute mark. Um, the rest of them were pretty, pretty good. I had a mix of like, uh, neutrals and goods. The only one I didn't like at all was, uh, Snowflower. I didn't like the whole techno indecipherable voice thing, but yeah, overall, uh, pretty decent album. I thought that, uh, I'm assuming that the artist was going for a very mellow, relaxed feel, <laughs> and they definitely nailed that. I did think that there were some missed opportunities, maybe. Um, I feel like they could have added some riffs really easily, like either sax or guitar riffs, and it would have elevated the album a bit. Um, but that might just be my taste. I don't know. Um, it was very, very much the same energy almost all throughout, uh, aside from Oil Slick, really, was the highest energy song, uh, which could be a critique of it, but possibly not. (laughs) It's hard to say. Uh, yeah, overall, pretty decent album. Uh, Nico was the one that introduced us to this album, so what are your thoughts? This is true. Um, well, I, I I would agree with some of the stuff about Missed Opportunity, um, but I guess I should do my top tracks. I really liked um, uh, Sheets and Oil Slick also, and um, Is It Begut? Is It Because was pretty good, too. Um, wasn't a huge fan of... Uh, Super Soft, I think, was one of the ones that like didn't really hit for me. Um, and I think probably my favorite is Already Falling, which I just really like the lyrics of that song. Um, yeah. Uh, overall thoughts are what I mean in the beginning I was a little like first listen I was kind of like oh no like (laughs) this is a bit much it's just like going to be a slog Um, but I think the combination of like my mood 
over the last week when I was listening to it and like repeated listens. Um, kind of like, I don't know, maybe like a lot more. Like I listened to it. I also listened to it just like as I was doing stuff a lot. So mm-hmm. I listened yeah. to it in the shower <clears throat> or like trying to fall asleep. Um, and a bunch of times just like at my desk, uh, like kind of focusing on it. So, yeah, I thought um, it's interesting because overall, the, my takeaway is like, oh, this is not like this super complex thing, um, which I don't know that every album doesn't have to be like that. There are some tracks on here that get more creative or like introduce different sounds. So in Bathhouse, there's like a sax bit and, and some of the other tracks like there's like some interesting sounds and there are also some like mixing differences between tracks so okay obviously some of the like super lo-fi I think Parker pointed that out on Snowflower or like whatever that like that removed voice I guess yeah 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 there was another one too that was like a retro like cassette type sounding one yeah i remember which one it was um so some of those hit and some i think like snowflower were like a little trying um but yeah the big thing i guess for me uh i mean i i think as like of the impression on the album overall is like it's it's good for a specific uses i guess or mood one thing it kind of it occasionally suffers from is being too close to that what sam and i or what sam i has identified as like the indie girl like yeah like kind of <laughs> like whispering over ukulele yeah, yeah yeah so it's not that bad like it's not really like that but like yeah there are moments where i'm kind of like okay it's very simpy kind of bugs me um yeah. the funny thing is in that like I read some article or something about this album and apparently Puma Blue uh, said that this is like a an optimistic album for them. Like this is like a, a feeling good. Feel good. <laughs> like, which I don't know, but also was made when they were like had suffering from insomnia. Um, but then they like met someone. So, like, there's supposed to be, like, a positive part of this as opposed to some of the other, like, work that Puma Blue has put out. I don't know. That that really surprised me. <laughs> I felt like the whole thing is, like, super melancholy, like, not fully sad always, but just, like, I don't know. It's not... I wouldn't yeah. say this is like a op- a happy album or like a f- optimistic album. I don't know. Yeah. I got mm-hmm. the feeling of just someone drifting through life. Yeah, Not it's like, very like dreamscape. I didn't find it sad or happy, really. Mm. I'm noticing that he's shot in these promotional photos. I just looked up Poom Blue and all the images are never of him looking at the camera, always looking <laughs> off to the right. Every yeah. single one of them. Yeah. So like, 
It's his good side. Weird. Is, well, no, it's good side, bro. There's this picture of him holding the record, which we, we are reviewing, and he's <laughs> sitting in a chair and he's looking down to his right, like ashamed of it. <laughs> a little like like embarrassed. Let me put it in the chat. Um. Anyways, funny. here I'll, I'll. One second. Um. I, I'll do top tracks and favorite track. In a second. Let me copy this image. I'll copy the link. Whatever. Look, look at this photo. Um, top tracks. Velvet Leaves. Sheets. Oil Slick. Opiate. And Super Soft. Okay. Super Soft is, is good because... Super, it's really super soft. So it really accomplishes what, <laughs> what it's. If he named every one of these tracks super soft, the only only oil slick would be a misnomer. All of them are super soft. That's what I would describe <laughs> the whole album as. It's super soft. Um, Opiate's good because I liked a little turn he did in the verse pre-chorus or whatever, where he goes from. This whole, a lot of his vocal um, delivery on this remains around the same. Uh, it's not a lot of huge, a lot of, like a lot of range expressed, so slow moving that he doesn't really jump um, large, dodge gaps in like a phrase. He won't be like high and then go low. But he does, um, and somewhat rapidly in Opiate. Um, I think I can find the lyric. Uh, that he does it on. I can remember it. Um, um, let's see. Um, I temp, um, but it still feels like you after, at the very end of the first verse. Right at, but it still feels like you. I think he goes pretty low, or lower than I expected, and fairly quickly, which gives it a little bit more momentum than these other songs have. Now, Oil Slick just has a good drum drum performance and it's kind of placed in the center of the mix or in the center of the arrangement yeah very which i just tempo. like it's just different it's just different which is all i needed i mean and also it's up tempo which is different than the rest of the album which is very sort of languid and sort of lacks slow and like lilting okay then we got sheets now sheets i don't know if you guys recognize this but this instrumental he made absolutely none of the instrumentals for this this song. Do you know where they came from? Do you nope. remember? Is it, is it reminiscent of anything? Let me let me think. Oh, oh yeah, fuck! Actually, yep. I noticed it immediately, and I immediately looked it up. Mm. I'll I'll put it in the chat. Uh, but I'll continue. Yeah, you 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 recognize it, don't you? But you just don't. Dude, I have no idea. Oh, that's funny. But well, you should—that's why you like sheets. I just liked it because I liked it. Okay, tell me where it's from. Uh, I know. Obviously. It's um, yeah, it's uh, uh, spotless mind, whatever the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. It's called, yeah. It's from. I just put the link in the chat. Phone Parker, call. If you want to listen to that. Oh. Phone call. Yeah. It's. I. I was immediately like, wow. Okay. So I've seen eternal sunshine of the spotless mind probably eighteen times at this point. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and, and and uh you know i phone call is one of the better songs off that soundtrack. if you ever if you ever watch uh eternal sunshine of spotless mind with sam 
It means he likes you. <laughs> Shut the <Yeah>. fuck up. <laughs> no, that's true. Up. You told anyway, me that like a year ago. They're giving away the game. Oh, they, 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 they'll figure it out later. I feel like the fact that I'm watching, I'm showing anyone Eternal Sunshine's False Mind is indicative. Like what? Uh, what no, it's uh, good. Let's, maybe, I think, but if I'm, now listen, if I'm watching Jacob's Ladder with you, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> very yeah i think a lot of people have a movie for that when you like oh this movie's important to me and it's peppermint go and watch it yeah um, and then there's jacob's ladder which is to traumatize you or platoon or apocalypse now i mean platoon is great though i mean I we'll talk yeah. about movies later let's just right. get get to the album <laughs> review <first>. <laughs> um velvet leaves is good because um i think it's got a change again pacing it builds to something instead of just being someone like basically um uh you know if you could you could replace a lot of the vocal performance in this album with someone sleeping with buck teeth and there's just a whistle coming out every time they breathe. <laughs> and that would basically be similar energy. Holy shit. The words are barely coming out of his mouth. And it's also like his mouth is barely forming. Like I can tell that his like, just linguistically, his, he's not, his, his, he's not straining the muscles in his voice uh, box or throat or mouth very hard at all no, he's going super so soft lazy, so lazily or like super <laughs> softly um it's not lazy because it's obviously honed and crafted and like it's worked on this voice but it's it's like it's quiet and like he's not putting like any any physical effort into into projecting he's just like basically breathing on a microphone um in a very precise way yeah, yeah. um it suits the album though he, well, yeah, I mean, it's his album. I mean, he, Just to he, interject, he, I think it's hilarious that Olive slash Letter to ATL, which has the feature, has a feature, is one minute long, and it's just like... It's it's like light tones, like very flat light tones, and then somebody's going like, oh, oh. Like, <laughs> for one minute, and then I didn't even it. notice there was a feature. It's like, why was there a feature? <laughs> I know. It's, For it's that really song, cool. I wrote short little interlude, nothing impressive or detrimental. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just, just an yeah. interlude. It was it just there. Nothing. Yeah. Um, overall thoughts. I think this is a good album that accomplishes what it sets out to do and has just enough spice in it to be good and not boring. Um, I think you could skip around pretty easily on this album and not, mm -hmm. you know, like a lot of the ones I didn't quote unquote like. Are all basically interchangeable like um, you know I just don't remember much about the differences between <laughs> some of these songs like they just they're all just like some slow jazz drums with seventh chords and ninth chords being played on a, a guitar um, jazz rhythm guitar and then um, then this guy just like sort of breathing uh, so softly his words <laughs> And um, and I think he, there's some, there might be some vocal modulation on some of these. Like obviously, Snowflower has some. Um, I think the writing is pretty good. Um, it definitely, it's definitely serviceable. Yeah, uh, I like, I liked it on out. most tracks. Uh, yeah, Cherish Furs. I think the delivery in the first like minute of that song 
whack. I think there's something very wrong with the second track. Mm-hmm. Even though I like it after that, like, beginning, I just, it, like, strikes me so poorly. <laughs> I don't know why. It? But that's, I think that might be a taste thing for me. But the, the I feel like the either the lyrics or the delivery of them are, are wrong. Mm. Now, I was going to describe this album as sex music. Um, <laughs> Sad like, like, sex music. You're, you're coming through with the sex music again, Nico. You did Freudian, as I said, with sex music. <laughs> this one I haven't really heard almost anything off of, though. I, I just knew Puma Blue from um, one of the really popular singles. Yeah, Mo- Moon Under Water. Exactly the same single I know them from. Yeah. Under. Yeah, yeah and, it's uh, not bad. And want me actually is a yeah. is also very good. Um, which those are, I don't I don't even know like these hyper nostalgic tracks like those little mm-hmm. singles or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, this seems like there's nostalgic elements I guess or could make you feel that way, but I didn't get it as much throughout. It was this was more of like a I don't know. It wasn't even directly longing. It was. It was so. Yeah, to me, this is very melancholy, very dreamlike. It's like yeah. um, it's like being on Loading. a lot of Zans, but not without the mental impairment. <laughs> you know, like well, you just physically, really physically sleepy, on Zans, physically zanned out. So like he's just that, like right? his <laughs> eyes are like half half open, maybe a quarter open, and he's just whispering. It's so funny because it's. Literally, I think that so I was feeling sick on Friday, okay. Mm, and we were yeah. we were going to do this Friday, but I felt so sick <laughs> that we moved it to Saturday and then later today Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to this sick, and honestly, I felt I felt so sick already. Listening <laughs> to this made me want to throw up. So, oh my god! It, now <laughs> the thing is, it also hit a little harder because it's so sad, and I was sad because I was sick and like ill feeling. Yeah. Um, not like sick like an illness, but like sick like um, I had a terrible hangover and then <laughs> and then and then I tried to cure the hangover by eating too much and I was at work all day. No, by eating by eating crap. By yes. eating yeah. garbage food. Yeah, that was even like pro- there was no protein in what you ate. No, I had a I had a turkey sandwich and then I was oh. like, fuck, I need to just like sugar myself up because I'm feeling like drained. And this this bread this You had me get him a Gatorade. I yeah, should have gotten needed, you yeah. needed a Gatorade. The Gatorade, Gatorade should have been the fir- the but thing I got. But he consumed the Gatorade at like six thirty. Yeah, it, I was already cured by then. But like, I should have gotten a Gatorade Zero, no calories, all salt and electrolytes, <laughs> which is what you need to clear the alcohol to your system. But anyways, oh yeah, and also I was like sleep deprived because I literally couldn't. Whatever. Anyways, crazy day. And anyways, I was listening to this and I was like, I have to turn this off and sit down like i'm gonna throw up i'm I'm gonna like sing this album so um yeah so it's power so you're saying it's powerful you're saying it's a powerful album it's it's emotionally evocative yeah yeah i don't blame it for it's not like i was gonna puke because it's so bad i was gonna puke because it's so sad it's so I don't think it's, it's so sad. It's, it's I mean yeah well I wasn't listening and reading into the lyrics I was too busy like well dazed. neither I never do I, I I don't think the instrument oh I you sad. wait did you say I never listen into the lyrics <laughs> yeah basically never I'm, you're I so can we do. Do. last week 
We're, you're really supposed to. Dude, you're I really say this like almost every week. I just don't really focus on the lyrics. Okay, well, that's something you really have to change, Parker, if you're a music <laughs> critic. I'm sorry. I mean, like... <laughs> you do. Do I? I'm yes. just like... Parker's bringing a different approach. I'm operating from the standard listener's perspective. Well, <laughs> so well I think most people listen to the lyrics. I think most people I don't think listen. they do. I think they do. I think they do, dude. I think Well, do. I'm operating from my own unique perspective. All right, you know what? That's then. fine, but we're just going to introduce you as the instrumentals reviewer. Because you're <laughs> okay. not a music reviewer. I mean, reviewer. that's what I do normally. Well, no, so. it's 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 we, it's a different... That's why you have multiple squares on a litmus test. Yeah. There are different um, thresholds of, of... Or different, you know, ways to test music. And Parker's just another another square on our... Which is where you yeah. you cut out whatever the political <laughs> intent was. No, no, it's just that it's just that they're not right to the fore. Yeah. Okay. Well, like memorizing anyways. their well, Sam, you have almost like in I don't even know like Rain Man level memory of lyrics. Like I, you know lyrics so well after listening to the song like twice. Yeah. Yeah. It's just impressive. I mean, it's a good thing. It's uh, yeah. I can I, sure. I guess. I thought that everyone could do it. No, it's you. Okay, well, no, I've seen good. other people who can do it, but you definitely can do it. Awesome. I listened to this album, like, what, five times? I have no idea what any of the lyrics on any of these songs That's are. That's why well, I'm like, I mean, it's already I falling, where he's like, already falling in love with the shape of you. Oh, yeah, I, I remember that. that That's line. my... I've literally said... Like, I haven't said I'm already falling in love with the shape of you, but I have talked about people as, like, a... as, like, the shape of their life or like their person uh-huh yeah I, I in terms of like physical relationships well this i think it is meant physical in the song but for me double entendre that's how it felt it was a double entendre for a personal concept of of relationships cool yeah for myself that's why i like that track yeah now also i mean the lyrics here i didn't comprehend a lot of them <laughs> I mean, also, I, I just, like, kind of, like, brushed a lot of them aside because I was like, okay, it's just, like, you know, whispery, 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 and he's like, you have blah, 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 you are blah, 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 I, this and that, and it's all about how, it's all so melancholic that, like, I feel like he's he's just a master at making the same lyric a million different times. I guess he's just communicating a feeling in a million different ways, but yeah. they all seem to see... <laughs> seem to communicate it's not like yeah it's just doesn't especially when it's delivered so slowly and so like the same same way all the time it's just like okay it gets a little straining it's in it's in it indulges a little bit yeah and i guess you would be fun to indulge in this if you were sad and wanted to be sadder some of the lyrics are yeah i mean that's i think that's part of the purpose of this album uh yeah like like just being in that like dream like maybe in love or out of love or both mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. just thinking about the the tragedy that is interpersonal relationships yeah the tragedy um, that is other people yeah um i don't know i just i did think some of the lyrics were yeah it, it had a spectrum some were like mm, a little bit where i felt like eh, cringe and then some were like pretty good, you know, like pretty like pretty. I don't know, or just interesting, like and, and yes. kind of poetic, and it yes. really fit the theme. So, like on the bathhouse, there's every color is part of your spectrum, but I oh. cannot say it. Why can't Boom. I say it? <laughs> Boom. 
Wow. So maybe I mean, there's some p- part spare in the bitter end, but what has love got to do with anything? Wow. Let's let's <laughs> take a, a selection from Opiate. Sleep much longer than I did before, though I wanted our dreams evermore. Bless these angels hanging over my head. Still as a tomb, though I'm scared instead because. Okay, Ooh, so that's a current. That's a certain like. Uh... What do you call those in poetry, where you have a certain emphasis on like different beats? Uh, 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 Rhythm. I don't know. No, there is a. There's like a certain word for it. End rhyme. No, like where you do like a a a b b. That's a rhyme scheme. That's a rhyme scheme. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's doing that in that. Yes, he is. (laughs) He's got uh, he's got before a, evermore a, head, b. Instead, B, A, A, B, B. And then we get a chorus. It's actually got very few lyrics, this song. And I feel like a lot of these songs did not have a lot of lyrics. Um, True. They're pretty laconic. Um, There's a lot of space. Instrumentally, what do we think? I mean, t- I'm not, I am I wasn't disappointed in the instrumentals. I wasn't blown I away by them. I don't think that any uh, of them... Yeah, Let's nothing uh, super stand out. Let's turn to our instrumentals expert, Parker, for the instrumental <laughs> Thank you. I can now uh, I can now give my unfiltered opinion. Please. I like I hinted at this in my overall thoughts, but like and I've said this on previous mellow albums, but like if you're not gonna put a whole lot of focus on the voice or the vocals, which he didn't, what? I think you do need to compensate a bit with the instrumentals. And Thanks. like a lot of this album it was just like the same um repetitive uh i think the technical term is melody in the background and then like occasionally there might be like a few notes from a saxophone but there's just so much more opportunity where he could have just like instead of a few notes of the sax he could have done like a full like scale or whatever or the solo i mean i feel like this is exactly why you have to listen to the lyrics of the song is because I feel like it does focus on the voice, and also... I mean, I don't mean, like, lyrically, because as I said, I, I didn't pay attention to that that much, but uh, I mean, there's not a whole lot of emphasis in the feeling of his vocals. It's not like... He oh, just sort of stays yeah, in the same sure. tone the whole time. He doesn't vary the speed at which he delivers. He doesn't vary, like, yeah. how loud he is, how soft he is. It's just yeah. consistent. Yeah. So Which basically, doesn't, nothing it takes doesn't make the listener focus on him. So there isn't, and he doesn't make the listener focus on the instrumentals. Uh, which is fine sometimes. if you're aiming for a purely mellow experience, but it could make you get a little bored, which well, I did at some point. Well, I think he just was aiming for a fully mellow experience. And I guess you'd be, I mean, I would be, I was slightly bored. I mean, it took a while to get into it. I mean, it really helped being sick and then listening to it, because then I was like, now this is how I'm supposed <laughs> to feel listening to this album um but yeah i think it just went for him just is meant to be mellow it's not like he's going to be doing uh circus trick level um inflections uh that you might get from something poppier which is trying to really titillate you this is really trying to numb you i think (laughs) it's a numbing album um 
Uh, I agree. Okay. Yes, it's, it's it is an opiate. I think it's. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I've. Oh, I, that was one thing I I did enjoy listening to this. Uh, often. Yeah, so did I. Um, it was like nice to listen to, and I like Sam Moore said, like I think it's a good album, but there is. It, you know, it doesn't have a ton of blow you away moments, um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of too bad. Because uh, I know Puma Blue, to me, I think it has is capable of that, or is capable of like really, really standout songs. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and like this has a couple that are that are good and stand out on the album. Um, uh, but they don't, I don't think any of them are like transcendent or really, yeah. really crazy, right? Like all the pieces line up, and it gives us very kind of uh, somewhat specific vision, which is dreamlike. Or this kind of like foggy, uh, rolling around in your bed. Yeah. <laughs> thing, and then yeah. you guys uh, in the throws. In the throws. You guys listen to the YouTube stream, the lo-fi hip-hop beats to relax and study. Yeah, too. yeah, it was a lot it's like the that. same feeling. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, that's that's super popular, and there's a you know, this is yeah, a pretty good version of it. So, yeah, I mean Should that's. We, uh... That's something to be said. That's what I have to say. Let's look up what uh, some of the professional music critic, uh, the crowd, decided it was worth. Um, let's see if Pitchfork did a review of it and see how bad they got it. All right, I keep getting the book. One second. Oh, okay. yeah, that book showed up when I Googled this at first. I was like, hold on. All right, well, we got all music where people rank. Only 14 people have reviewed this album. What the fuck? Um, it doesn't have a Wikipedia page, so I can't get the aggregate. Um, 81% five reviews. Okay, so no one has reviewed it. Uh, we got all music, Clash. Like, basically, everyone gave it to a 7 to an 8. Um, I don't know if I even want to speak. I guess, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Like, no one listens to this album anyway. So, I mean, 7 to an 8, like, sure i don't know like it's impossible yeah. like there's a reason why i avoid these well we don't have a, we haven't been doing rating scales on scale of 10. yeah we don't because it's totally so, flawed it's totally it's flawed. pretty it's not well, i i don't think it's flawed it's not, i think it's look, pretty flawed it's it's just a way to kind of give a rough ranking it starts usually it's hard to maintain the more that you listen to and the more that you review because then if you do direct comparisons Lots of time you'll end up with results that are like, oh shit, I said 7.4 for this and 7.3 for this, but I think that ranking should be reversed. So like, when you start comparing albums to each other, it starts to get hard. But to just say like, look, okay, five's like bog standard average passable. Below that's bad. Above that's good up to great yeah, yeah get... but that's why we just say it's average it's good you know yeah i just don't like the, the yeah but like with the with the scale you can be like i feel like this is a seven and people know what you're trying to get i know and i don't want to make like... us that marketable that's the thing and i don't want to make it that easy to consume the podcast <laughs> i sincerely want okay. it to be harder to consume the podcast okay <laughs> which All is right. why we don't do the that's numbers fair. that's fine it's so that it's so that people like I, I don't know because when we start injecting the I give this seven globschnecks out of 50. 25 50 there you go there you go that's good meaningless number I give this <laughs> I give this eight 
out of one. It just makes it eight. What? Eight, I just gave I, it an eight. It means, it means nothing, eight. actually. Eight. Really, it's but it's an eight on what scale out of one? No scale. No eight scale. Divided by it's, one. It's just eight. <laughs> <laughs> Unit just, a unitless eight. This is just eight. <laughs> I like. I like no, to give no, this actually, the, the, a platonic eight, no units. No units. <laughs> I would like to give this a, a unitless two. <laughs> okay, no, let's just do recommendations because we don't have anything else to say about this, anyways. Unless anyone does have something to say about it. Um, no. Oh, I, I guess I have. We well, should have given this at the beginning, but the background for the artist is it's a solo guy, and he produced this in his house. He did make all cool. I like cool. that. I yeah. mean, the fact that he produced his house is pretty impressive. Yeah, did that's he, cool. Did anyone else like work on it with him? Uh, no. I mean, maybe it just the his page. I read his Spotify bio, and it said like it's one guy, Jacob Allen. Yeah, and uh, he debut album. This is debut. He yeah. produces the music himself at home, focusing the sound around his falsetto voice, soft lo-fi textures, and dark, soulful drums. Um, originally growing from the southeast London music scene, Jacob has frequented blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's Pre- cool. On the on the desktop Spotify on the About page, it shows where all his listeners are from. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The yeah, city. yeah. He has that for a lot of, uh, I think it's all. all I've of- never noticed that before. He's most popular in L.A., followed by London. Uh, big gap there, by the way. <laughs> by the way, Mexico City is almost always... I've seen that. Mexico City is almost always on every list just because Mexico City is so massive. I think that's where so the, bot, the bot server banks are. No, it's, dude. Mexico City is like... <laughs> Mexico City is like I, I a huge population. It's insane. Honestly, it's supposed to be a super cool city. Let me, see, let me see what the population is. Mexico City... Well, it's actually also a very foggy city uh, on account of the amount of people there. Um... Or smoggy, if, if you will. Mexico City cool. metropolitan. Eight point eight five million people. Also, that's not even, dude. That's not even the metro area, dude. That's twenty one million people in the metro area. The metro area is the is the area people live and then commute to work in the city. Yeah, cool. they have a big problem with the uh, drinking water there, actually. Seriously, that fucking. Oh really? Oh my well, just, god! Because there are so many people, and the it's like they basically built the city on top of. Tetnochitlan, which is like the Aztec city. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it was like a lake. And then they just filled in the lake. Like that was the water source before was like the water was the city was on the water. And then they just started yeah. filling it in with shit and building on it. Uh, and now like they have water problem. Oh, is that the is this the city that's sinking? One of many. Uh, is that yeah. a different city in Mexico? I don't know, but every single photo I have of it has a layer of smog over the top. The first one on Wikipedia doesn't have smog. Uh, it actually kind of does. Yeah, but that's true for kind of true for LA too. It, it's, a, it's gotten a lot better. A lot better. Yeah. I guess they're probably both in basins. Oh, yeah, <laughs> this is the city that sinks. Yeah, it's unfortunate. That sucks. Yeah. Same thing's well, happening to Kansai Airport, actually. You know that? Yeah. Yeah, we were watching uh, an airport, Modern Marvels. Shout out to Modern Marvels, by the way. <laughs> one of the, the Modern best, Marvels. One of the best history channel shows from, you know, early 2000s, 2008, 2000, whatever. Um, yeah, Kansai Airport. Japanese airport, 
totally artificial island, built airport on it, started sinking. It's still fine though. They built another island by it, so it's all good. All right, let's do recommendations. Uh, do I recommend this? Who do I recommend this to? I recommend this to all girls. Any girl, you'll like it probably. Whoa. Um, honestly, <laughs> honestly, uh, I also, honestly, completely <laughs> simplified half of the population. What the fuck? Honestly, honestly, recommend it to all guys as well. Nice. 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 No, non-binary honestly would like it for the same reason that all girls would like it and all guys would like it. Which is to say, I'm recommending it to everyone, but more specifically, I'm bro, you a human? This. You a human? Listen to it. If you like SZA, you'll probably like this. If you like, if you like Daniel Caesar, you'll like almost certainly like this. I think this is a stronger album than the Daniel Daniel Caesar. Which is album. yeah, which is to say, if you like that worse album, then you're definitely like the better album. <laughs> so yeah if you Bracketed. like daniel caesar if you like daniel caesar if you like uh black thought and what he's doing currently you might like this i mean it's not hip-hop at all but it's it's got um i don't know i feel like the r&b influence in black thoughts recent music um and how laid back it is is something that this shares uh oh would like Bob Marley fans like this? I mean, I'm trying to think of like slow down, relaxed music. But the thing is, Bob Marley, it's a lot more up, upbeat in the lyrics. Which, uh, by the way, add a lot to the music. <laughs> it's what the lyrical crazy. content, crazy, crazy how that works. Um, but yeah, okay, I recommend it to basically people who like Daniel Caesar mainly. Those people I strongly recommend it to. Everyone else, like, just try it out. I guess if you're sort of a low energy person. Not a not a value judgment on that. Just if you're someone who is chiller, a chiller person who is chill, then you will like this chill music. If you listen to, you know, Lamb of God or <laughs> <laughs> other other heavy metal, death metal acts, you could probably uh, I don't think you'll like this as much. But, you know, we recommend almost every album that we review to everyone anyways because there's usually something there so you know unless you are into speed metal death metal and you listen to um death heaven and architects well if you know then just you can skip it but daniel caesar fans yes take this if you liked freudian and you've been following our reviews which say no one then listen to this album all right nico give us your recommendation yeah, um, I mean, I think, like Sam said, there's something here. And there are some tracks that are kind of, I don't know, I think poignant to certain moods. They, like, really capture something that is possibly relatable and real. And um, overall, I think it has, like, solid vision or, like, foundational emotions that come through. Um it just gets a little bit trying. So, I don't know. Yeah, you have to have a tolerance for just sitting in this, like, dream space for a while. And if you like that, then you really like it. If you hate that kind of, like, lo-fi sometimes... Because not all the tracks are lo-fi, but some of the lo-fi, really soft, soft vocals, um, then uh, you'll hate this. And 
you could just find the like really soft vocals enough to just put you off of the whole album. It's like my mother really hates that. She would hate this album. So yeah. I recommend it to people who don't dislike soft soft voice tones. Cool. Parker. <laughs> uh overall thoughts. Pretty good. Pretty decent. A bit repetitive. Um few songs that I really liked. A lot of songs I was neutral on. Um overall recommendation. Uh I think that most people would like this when doing other tasks at the very least. Like uh Crying. I don't know. Dishes. <laughs> I think crying. You know there are albums. One, do you honestly. do you guys have albums that you put on when you just like do chores, like dishes or whatever? I just listen to whatever I'm listening to when I'm doing chores. Uh, at the moment. I feel like I go for certain albums at times. Um mm, Yeah, true. So that'd Jazz. be a use case. Um and then, like, I feel like you could also put this on if you are doing, like, a focus, focusing task, like, even reading or something. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you're just, like, hanging out with uh, a person or two at night. True, um, true. I think most people would like this album. There will definitely be a few people that it's just too mellow for or that they might get too bored for it. But... Yeah, give it a try. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, now, thoughts? yeah, final thoughts. I think, well, we already did the recommendation. I mean, final mm-hmm. thoughts, I think it's good. And, like, it's pretty good. I, I feel like all <laughs> our thoughts, have, like, final thoughts have less to, are less necessary for this since we basically already said everything. But, like, if you yeah. guys want to do final thoughts, I'm not uh, going to do them because I'm I feel good. like you guys I know. injected mine yeah. into my recommendation. Yeah, I basically, yeah. Parker, you don't do final thoughts? I just did mine. Oh, okay, yeah, good. Yeah, he did. Those were awesome. his final thoughts. All right, um, now for the random chatting portion of the... No, 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 not, the, oh. not yet. First, got to do what is the one thing you've been listening to this week that is not the album? Oh. Yeah, what have you been uh... in? You can say one thing or, like, one main thing at least so that people have people as uh, no one. Because I don't something. have, like, a full... I don't, well, okay, I listened to... So, Parker, go ahead. No, no, no. You go first, because I, I need to remember what I was listening Okay, well, to. <laughs> I basically have it. I mean, I made a big playlist this week, five oh, days nice. ago, um, and I've been listening to that just on loop. It's got 27 tracks. It starts with Yaz Ahmed, okay, and Japanese Breakfast, and then it ends with Nine Inch Nails and Tool. So there's a huge, like, <laughs> there's a progression going on. It just descends from the absolute, like, brightest and like least dark music to industrial metal, um, basically. Oh, you got some music. acid dad on there? The, yeah, the last song is Third Eye. So <laughs> the second song is Paprika. So. You got some Come Girl 8 on there? Come Girl 8 right in <laughs> the middle. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I think that that was good. But also what else Dude, did you have do? Mannequin Pussy on there? Mannequin Pussy, yeah. I mean, that's basically what I've been listening to. But also, you know, the one album... I've been listening to Death of a Party Girl by TV Girl, which was my favorite TV Girl album. And I can just listen to that thing all the way through multiple times. It's very easy. I mean, I, I already like every song. I know the whole thing front to back. But I just <laughs> started listening to it again. And I'm like, wow, yeah, still good. 
It's still good. Still super cynical. Yeah. About certain things. Um, I really <laughs> like every stupid actress. It's so funny, honestly. And also, it's sort of like black humor, so dark humor. Um, it's like good. I dreamt that I screwed every stupid actress in L.A. <laughs> I dreamt it. Um, I want to get the lyrics up for that. Um, every stupid actress. Actress lyrics. All right, here we go. Uh, so ridiculous. It's so nice. so funny. I dreamt <laughs> that I screwed every stupid actress in L.A. I dreamt that I was holding them and told them it would be okay. It's not easy being famous anyway, so famous people say. Because everyone that you meet just wants to screw you and you can't complain. <laughs> uh, another, another one is, I dreamt that I was every stupid actress in L.A. I dreamt that you meant it when you said that you would come and see my play. <laughs> you sat there and you watched me and you thought it was pretty good for a pretty face. And wondered if I had a soul to sell, would it get bought or just thrown away? <laughs> I think it's, it's amazing. And, and the, the lyrics are very easy like they're right in the center and he's not really singing so you can absolutely understand all of the words to all of these songs so it's pretty funny but yeah okay that's what i'm listening to nico what are you, what are you listening to all right uh yeah i got well the i think the only full album i listened to uh well this might not be true uh just today like in the morning before we recorded this i listened to that clientele album oh yeah suburban light yeah very good um but that is not what i was listening to this week this week i got two songs instead of an album uh you've been been rubbing two songs together for seven days dude you have weeks like that i just had like no okay so i need both of you to listen to this song it's called noche de travesura um by hector el father um, which is off of this, uh, like reggaeton hits compilation record. It's dude. Oh my God. I like listening to this in the car back, like riding back from this bar in Koreatown <laughs> and like, yeah. Uh, a f- yeah. A friend I was singing out with her, a friend of a friend. Um, just threw this on and it was it was incredible uh hang on i'm trying to pull fuck. technical difficulties I'll, I'll send it to you guys cool how the fuck do i do that wait what how do you link shit on uh you, uh three dots on the, on the far oh, right. share i got i got it i got it yeah all right the just uh uh Noche de travesura means night of mischief. Nice. It's, wow. uh, it's incredible. So that's just one track. And then the other one, I just had a very emotional experience listening to Today by Jefferson uh, yeah. Airplane, which is like good a 60s psych, psych band that I didn't, that kind of went under the radar for me. Like I didn't really know about them. Yeah. Um, so like that album has some really good stuff on it. Uh, yes. Whatever it's yes. called. Surrealistic, rabbit, surrealistic sure. pillow, yeah, an embryonic journey. Uh, yeah, put that in the mind? chat as well. Um, embryonic journey. Yeah, no, today. Oh yeah. Um, also, yeah, that, putting... that song is gonna like make me tear up now for like a long time. Next, you know, ten minutes, twenty it's, minutes. It's Anyways, 
I'm gonna. I'm putting in the chat uh, another song since you. You're describing some reggaeton uh, song as being ridiculous and insane. Well, this is no. It was great. It's great. I actually think no, it's good. But no, okay. This it's is also another, insane. I just want you guys to listen to this song, please, at least once. It's called "Flex" by Mad Cobra, and um, yeah, listen. Just listen to it. It's freaking hilarious. It the lyric is "Flex time to have sex." <laughs> Wow. Oh, okay. Also, just uh, for some reason, I looked up se- the the li- actual lyrics for "Sex Style." Oh They're yeah. Literally. Th- Tell some, the listeners what "Sex Style" some is. Of the, okay. It's sex cool Style. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's by Cool Keith. Sex by Style. Cool Keith. Sex cool Style Keith, by Cool Keith. Cool Keith. K's, by the way. Now the first drop of juice is there for her to see, honey. That's when she backs off and just lick her teeth. <laughs> okay, I I'm just gonna bleep it. I could say it because I'm just reading dude, dude, lyrics, dude, dude. but dude, I'm on the blank Wikipedia one page. it free. They dogs drink my piss. Girls pay a fee. <laughs> you want freestyle? That's right. The style is free. Blank suck my dick, and they girls drink my pee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that I have this on. Come on, some S and M shit you can't get with. Pull your panties down on stage and watch you sweat quick. Fuckers back to pull their styles transsexual. Lesbians dance with the funky heterosexual. (laughs) You on the mic, and when you rhyme, I start to jerk off. (laughs) My dog lick you, German Shepherd, want to bust off. I tell your um, legs and swat. I tell your legs and swat them. MCs having anal sex. Step around like a Tampax and step up next. I enter New York, no problem with my dick out. California porno star, my ass you can lick out. <laughs> I see MCs okay. in my face with their ass up. <laughs> Let me put my cape on, my rubber, and my mask up. Oh, Not mask that horrorcore shit. This is pornocore. I'm in the club naked, man. I'm the fucking pro. Blank can't wax no ass. Girls should let them know. Back I wreck shit. So what, Blank? I masturbate. See your girls cocked back, her legs tied like a figure eight. I'm on stage getting sucked by Madonna. (laughs) Cool Keith. Yeah, that's... Okay, guys, let me read from the Wikipedia page. First of all, the reason we know about this is because I was at work... Dude, it has a show. lot of listens on Spotify. Of course it does. It's great. Um, I was this, this, we were cleaning out a shelf at work, moving a shelf, and underneath the shelf, this is like a heavy ass, you know, metal shelf that ne- never moved probably for 20, 12 years, fifteen years. So underneath the shelf, there's a cassette, and it's this. It's Cool Keith's sex style ripped onto the cassette, and I'm like, I have a Walkman. I'll take this mystery cassette. It says it said Cool Keith on it, and um. Yeah, it was sex style. And so that's where we learned about this about a year ago. Now, on the on the Wikipedia page for this album, it says, Sex style has been described as polarizing due to its lyrical style, which Cool Keith described as porncore. <laughs> the music was primarily written by producer Cutmaster Kurt. The production is noted for its deep, funky beats. Sex style is described as a loose concept album. <laughs> about what, fucking? I don't even know. Make- the lyrics make make frequent reference to sexual intercourse. <laughs> Dude, it's mostly Wowie. about piss and anal. 
Which with, <laughs> <laughs> with cool, cool Keith variously portraying himself as characters ranging from pimps to perverts. <laughs> Keith also uses sexual metaphors to diss other rappers, many of which involve Urolagnia. What is that? I don't know. Let me look up. Urolagnia is related. I think it's yeah. like oh, urologists. Like ur- ur- yeah, no, ur- urolagnia. It's a paraphilia in which sexual excitement is associated with the sight of or thought of urine or urination. So he's dissing people for having a piss fetish. Awesome. Awesome. This is great. All right, let's put that song in the chat so we can all listen to that. Yeah, I think I might just—I think I might just make a playlist out of all these songs, um, <laughs> send it to that to the chat. But anyways, um, all right. So Parker, what were you listening to? Oh, so what? Also, what? What made you like? I don't. I presume that you're not listening to Sextile all the time. What? How did you even remember that you'd ever heard of Sextile? And then um, Google its I, lyrics. Literally in the last like hour since we've been talking, it came oh. up. Like, in my head, for some reason, it was, like, yeah, a thing. I don't know why. Okay. That's cool. great. Um, Parker, what, what have you been listening to? What have I been listening to? I listened to four albums this week, outside of the normal. Um, okay. Wow. Two by Bright Eyes, which is, like, an indie uh, rock band. I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning, and Down in the Weeds, Where the World Once Was. Both are pretty good. Mm. Re-listen to Velocity Design Comfort by Sweet Trip. Ugh, um, <laughs> listen to Who Really Cares by TV Girl. Ah, yeah, all sure solid about it. Um, yeah. So. Yes. Okay. So. It. Oh wait, no, we're not doing your pick yet. By the way. Also. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, when do we want to do the... Let's just decide this right now. When do we want to do the next review? Do you want to do it this Tuesday or, like, Wednesday or something? Because I don't think it takes a whole week to listen to the album, and we might as well just get one in sure. before I leave the country. Um, yeah, when, do you, do you when day are you leaving? Uh, sat, sat next Sunday. So Damn, a week bro. from now. Um, Parker, when do you want to... What Do you want to do Wednesday or Tuesday? Either. Either. I mean, okay. you know that my schedule is booked. Uh, wide open. <laughs> wide open every <laughs> single day. So, um, let's do... Oh, wait. I'm unemployed to any potential future listeners. Let's do Wednesday. Let's do Wednesday, okay? Okay, so we're going to do Wednesday? Wednesday? Yes. I can now, probably do Wednesday, unless something crazy comes up. So, ba- so, okay, well, just plan for Wednesday at, I... at 4.30 your time. Wait, let me just make sure. Okay. Currently, I have plans on Monday and Tuesday. Okay, well then do Monday. It's easy. Easy peasy. Okay, so now... Now we get to the part where we talk about the movies we watched. And it's been a while, because we put... I haven't watched any movies this week. Uh, I think we watched Gran Torino this week, dude. Oh, yeah, that one was... That's a really good movie. Sam (laughs) really liked it. I thought it was okay. Yeah, no, I... No, I didn't... I didn't... Okay, I'm not not saying it's amazing. It's You gave it an 8. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's good. An 8 is, like, great. Okay, this is why... This is why... The rating system is not something that we can no, use because I don't. Like eight good. is eight not is great. No, eight is what you think. What you think eight is is not what I think eight is. 
Okay, we've been over this in the many different instances. Okay, what's why. an eight to you? It doesn't matter because I don't use the rating system. But you s you said the number. I did. I <laughs> rated on IMDb because that's how you rate movies. Because I rate all the movies that I see on my account. Okay. But anyway, rather the just point describe. Is, is you did it seem to enjoy it a lot more than I, I, I did. I mean, I thought it was funny. I thought it was so funny because basically it's Clint Eastwood living, being a Korean War vet who lives alone. Um, beginning of the movie, his wife dies, lives alone in a house surrounded by Hamong, which is H-M-O-N-G. So Mong is how you pronounce it. I just want to clear that up because I'm caught calling an Asian group Mongs. That's basically a slur, but that's what they're called. Okay. So this like group of, um, Mong, uh, like, um, sort of Chinese, Vietnamese, um, ethnic group that all moved into the neighborhood as a result of like you know just having to immigrate um so he's surrounded by asian people and he's like a racist korean war vet who just says slurs oh, the whole movie and Whoa. it's and the, but the thing is he he actually protects the koreans and then uh, not koreans the chinese are Hmong people and and none of them care about the slurs well they they sort of they sort of like i think that they're like oh, none yeah, of them he's even an flinch like the entire movie due to them I think I think that I Wait, think what that is they did a, What's the title? It's of called Grand Torino. I'm gonna put down the. No, dude, like me. they're all just fine with it. No, like, they the aren't all just fine odd. with it. They aren't all just fine with it. There's a few characters that are most closely associated with him, and they sort of. Wait, don't is flinch. Clint Eastwood saying slurs? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Holy all shit. of the, all of the Asian slurs. He's he's going for all of them. All like, of them. All the bad least. ones. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, they're all slurs. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know any slurs worse than the ones that he said. But here's here's your IMDb page for Gran Torino. <laughs> Amazing. Um, basically, very um. He's just racist in the beginning, and then he he still says slurs at the end. But he definitely loves the Chinese slash Vietnamese people that well. He loves them sure more Vietnamese. than his family, which sucks. Well, his family sucks. His family sucks. Yeah. That's established at the beginning. Is that his family is like an embarrassment, um, and that he doesn't really know him. But like he get he bonds with this. I don't want to give away the whole movie, but Park, um, Nico, watch it. Also, Nico, we're still reminding you to watch Police Story. Um, <laughs> police, police Story. Watch, yeah, I know. I need to get on that. Please watch Police Story, and also might as well watch Gran Torino because honestly, worth it to see Clint Eastwood just like. Oh, dude, he does the craziest shit in this movie. He'll, like, just, like, pull guns on people. <laughs> like, he's just an old man who lives in, like, a house, and he's, like, holding up gang members. And he's, like, Holy 80 shit. years old. Yeah. Yeah. How old is Clint Eastwood? You know, because Korean war vets are the toughest bunch. Dude, he was born in 1930. He's literally 92 years old. 90 years old. Clint Eastwood wow. is 90 years old? He's 90. Wow. <laughs> wow, dude. That's old. crazy. Old guy. Yeah, he's an old guy. Okay, what else did we watch? We didn't watch anything after Gran Torino, but uh, I guess I watched Modern Marvels, which is just a history <laughs> channel doc. I watched the one about airports, which is pretty good. Epic. Um, what else did I rate recently? I uh... I'm just going to interject with another sex style lyric. Yeah, go ahead. Girls, hiney wipe. MCs say my style is hype. 
pussies relax. I'd rather fuck them with a cordless mic. <laughs> wow. Epic, dude. That Oh, did we talk about Oh, did we even talk about watching All right, well, we Maybe really didn't talk about his bowels with a 10-pound hammer till his asshole whistles the star-spangled banner. That's awesome. A 10 beat his asshole with a 10-pound hammer until it basically gives out. <laughs> And that's now the nurse is here, Dr. Butcher, to your anus. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. Nice, dude. Bisexuals on the stage eating Fruit Loops. <laughs> nice. Dude, they do be doing that. <laughs> they be doing that. They do be on the stage eating they Fruit be, Loops. Be gay, do crimes. Be gay, be on the stage eating Fruit Loops. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, let's talk about the fanatic because we really didn't get to Oh god, you guys watch that shit? Oh, it's so good. What's the it's fanatic? So, it's good. The fanatic. Oh wait, yeah, that that movie. Yeah, dude, good movie. No. It's, it's it's no, it's a good movie. It's a good movie, dude. The fanatic. It was is a pretty. Good... It was pretty good. There were. Have some you seen flaws. Ralph's Ralph the movie maker's take on it? I've seen Red Letter no. Media's take on it though, and they th- uh, and at least Mike Stoklasa thought that it was it was a good um good performance by John Travolta, but that the movie has basic stuff wrong with it, and that. It's very and that it's a good thing for like people who are screenwriters to watch because then you can yeah. see all the ways it does something good and then you uh-huh. also see all the ways in which it does something bad and it's very clear cut. My Four point one good. out of ten, IMDb, sixteen percent Rotten Tomatoes, eighteen percent. No way! It was no, like I told pretty, you that. No, I told it was you pretty that. good. Yeah, it was pretty um, good. The main guy, John Travolta, his acting was good. Everyone else's acting was like okay. okay. Yeah. Um. There were like a few plot inconsistencies, which is like fine. That doesn't make it a horrible movie. It's the writing that really um, fails. Um, the writing? Yeah, because well, like, all the yeah, decisions people make. It's not even like it's not even like terrible though. Like in terms of movies, like I think it's that not the, terrible. I think that the character uh, of John Travolta being like basically a severely like poorly socialized autistic person. Um, who becomes obsessed with a a uh, a actor is like a pretty compelling character because I feel like people like this exist, and also yeah for also, sure. And I, it's you, not like they were it's not like they were kicking down the character for him being like mentally uh, disabled. No, like, no, I, I didn't feel like it was at any point it was making yeah, fun of him. Everyone for was it. everyone was trying to help him out. Like the guy who owns the comic book store is like. Like does him a favor by giving him the vest, even though he doesn't have the money for it. Um, then and he has his friend, who's still his friend, despite the fact that that he like puts her in the shittiest situations, and puts her in like at risk all the time. Yeah. So that he, he's got people being nice to him, and honestly, the actor guy, the the actor that he's stalking, is kind of interesting too. But he he starts out with a bad look and then he ends with a better look i feel like that's not that unrealistic and that he he was all right and good in this movie as well um yeah i don't a, understand why uh people gave it so low of scores. it's because that, it's because no one has their own mind anymore and they just follow what other people do <laughs> oh and they also, which obviously doesn't include us see, yeah redditors everyone redditors, is mindless except for except for us <laughs> Anyone who doesn't, who thinks, oh, I didn't listen to Limp Biscuit in the nineties, I'll just, do, I'll just ruin, I'll just rate this movie that Fred Durst wrote and directed um, poorly because Fred Durst was in Limp Biscuit. <laughs> the fact that Fred Durst made this movie is pretty funny because 
He's the front man of Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. Which I don't know if you guys know anything about Limp Biscuit, but it's like just look them up on Spotify, look up their uh, most popular album and like look at the album cover. I think it's called uh Biscuit. Yeah. Uh chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water and it's just got like asshole imagery on it and like a bunch of like horribly ugly looking babies on a pile of hot dogs you guys see this do you guys see this i'm gonna say i'll I'll put the link in the chat actually what are you talking about and you guys know the song here i'll put in the chat this is the album (laughs) i see it yeah okay now do you you know the song rolling 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 you know that it's this song I'm copying the link. Just listen to it really quick. You'll know what Limp Biscuit is. But this is the there's a scene in the movie where the actor guy's in the car with his son. And he's like, "Hey, you ever listen to Limp Biscuit? This shit rocks." And he starts playing Limp Biscuit <laughs> in the car. It's so funny. Um, yeah, I wonder if Fred Durst had anything to do with that. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Um, yeah, dude. I don't think I watched any movies. I watched a lot of Mad Men instead of getting anything done. Mm-hmm. And I finished the last episode of uh, Freaks and Geeks. Nice. Oh, shit, I have not gone through the rest of it yet. Yeah. Damn. Honestly, it could have been more episodes, straight up. I feel like when you start those, you do those high school dramas, like Skins yeah. and Freaks and Geeks, they just have a timer on them. Especially with the actors aging yeah and then also just what are you gonna do follow them until they graduate from like graduate school well it ends with like the end of the school year so i think in high school and i think they were juniors not seniors yeah but i'm not yeah. sure so whatever i mean it was yeah mm-hmm. good good mad men good. also pretty good um the sex style album cover is so funny dude yeah it's great it just has way more listens on spotify than i thought it would it's got like what are you talking about it's got like barely any listens what it's got it's got sextile has seven hundred and eighty thousand listens and this is an album that was released in dude dude, he wait he just released a single in 2021 he's coming out cool keith extravagance let's listen to this all right i'm putting this I'm listening to Extravagance. Oh, is it? Wait, what do you mean Extravagance? It's not Keith's Salon. What are you talking uh, about extra- Extravagance? Keith's Salon came out and it's but, the latest release. Oh my god, he's got a new album out. Wait, Damn. he's released two two full albums in 2021? He's released two full albums in twenty twenty. No, 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 no. One of them's one of them's one song with three remixes of that song, and then the instrumental for that song, and then just. Are we looking at the same Cool Keith? Yes, we are. Look at the look at Ride Out. Look at Ride Out. It's like one song. It's it's an album, but it's one song. All the the remixes of it. So basically, he's. (laughs) Yeah. What's the bio for this guy? Cool Keith has long been hailed as hip-hop's greatest eccentric. Are you serious? Uh, this, I think, who wrote this? Publicist? I think Danny Brown's got him on that. I think that... I think that... 
I think he's uh, hip hop's greatest pervert. <laughs> he's horniest guy in hip hop. Over the course of a career stretching back to the mid '80s, he perfected again, debatable, a singular style of abstract. Dude, he's been debatable. releasing shit like nonstop since then. <laughs> Dude, there's like an abstract? album for every year. He's de- listen to. Do you think after listening to Sex Style, do you think this is accurate? He's perfected a singular style of abstract, yet deadly precise rhyming that often focuses on subjects such as science fiction. Hardcore pornography and a distrust trust for the music industry. His sprawling discography includes numerous collaborations and aliases, with some of the most acclaimed including Doctor Octagon and Doctor Doom. Began his career as the mind and mouth behind the Bronx-based Ultra Magnetic MCs, whose intro. Blah blah blah. blah. Uh, what's the last paragraph? We got so right. long. Um, In- intro on Keith's salon. It was all instrumental, and it was like <laughs> bad. Fuck. Well, we haven't even said what next week's album is. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> all right, Parker, do it. What's the next album? The next album. Uh, really, this week's album. I mean, just released. Just released on a July 16th, so two days ago. Sling by Claro. Oh, shit. Oh, my fucking God. Okay. Claro shit. 12 songs, 44 minutes, 33 seconds. We're going to get some uh, soft girl music this week. Oh, yeah. And it'll Sling. be great. Is this going to be I like her other album. Uh, yeah, maybe. Cool. I'm really <laughs> excited. Her other album's good, so I'm excited. Also could be Whispering Over Piano. Yeah, I prefer that honestly. Requires more skill. I'm more appreciative. I'm more appreciative of someone doing a, a 88 keyed instrument than a four. I can't play ukulele. Yeah, and, and but anyone can. I don't know. Whatever. Fucking. I don't know. Ukulele just honestly, the tone of a ukulele just isn't that. I feel like it's indelibly linked with like. Sam has a vendetta against. Sam hates ukulele. Hey, don't put words in my mouth. Sam ukulele, is anti-islander. The ukulele is indelibly linked to me, in my mind, with the opening to Hey Soul Sister. So, I mean, it's just always going to sound like that. The banger opening. Hey! Hey! All right, here's... God. Also, I want you both to like the playlist I put in the chat, which is the songs we've just talked about, and all of the ones that we recommended to each other so yeah, please yeah, yeah. actually listen to the things that we recommend to each other yeah it's right there episode 2020 okay okay well rhyming in that song is very good, all right, good. Um, i'm ready for it all right are we moving on to the talk about anything portion of this well i mean fuck, i mean we already <laughs> have been on the talk about any portion <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, in effort to like not um, lose my life to loneliness and boredom and sadness over the next year, I'm fucking. I'm, I'm gonna buy this. What the fuck? Oh my god, you're gonna buy a motorcycle? You have the license Ooh, at this point, cool. right? The, uh, I have the permit, but I can turn into a license easily. Oh my god, dude, no. Yes. No, no because the pipe is gonna burn your leg. It runs right past your leg. It's fine. I mean, I guess it might not. I'm not sure. There's got a grill. 
I mean, the God, fact that, that it so exists uncomfortable. probably means that it won't do that. God, that seat is very long. Um, dude, honestly, I think you should do slightly more Nico, research this and find sick. some... Parker, you don't know anything. Parker, you don't know anything about birds. Sam, what I know is that this looks sick. No, that's why I would get it. Also, the price is right. The the price is straight up right, and I already talked to the guy, and he was like, it runs, and it has a clean title. Uh, And... Dude, dude. Yeah. Dude, it's it's just been a... The top speed's going to be like 60 on the freeway. They're going to be going exactly 60. Do you say it's it runs? It's it's been a garage. This is a quote from the listing. It's been a garage tinker project to kill some time. Yeah, it runs though. Did, yeah, but that doesn't mean anything about <laughs> about anything about how it actually rides or well, will actually run or if it will continue to run. It's Do more research. <laughs> Get someone who knows how to build a motorcycle to come with you. I actually you have know? a friend visiting next weekend who is the perfect person for that so i might okay, force dude, them to drive yes. me to lancaster to meet with this person oh my god dude no also <laughs> that seat looks so uncomfortable this is parker don't say i i have researched motorcycles before i almost bought yeah and i haven't and it looks cool okay so. then that means yeah you haven't that means don't listen parker to what is exactly saying. what i wanted to hear yeah, cool. yeah. this person lives all the way up in the fucking desert do you know what happens if this breaks is you can't transport it to a mechanic either you're not. You don't have any way of doing that. Yeah, I just. Uh, so you nine. just lost two and a half grand, basically. Yeah, that's fine. Honestly, dude, you could just get, you could get a new motorcycle, that it has the same size, a bigger engine, honestly, and you just have to. You would have a math. You could do this. The amount that you're paying for this as a down payment, and then pay it off fairly quickly. I mean, like. This is my. Or uh, if I was gonna get a new motorcycle, this is what I would get. This is not a new motorcycle though. This is something that someone has opened up and closed. Dude, it has drum brakes. Oh my god. Like, yeah, just... okay. If I was getting a new motorcycle, I'd get this. This is so fucking cool. Uh, put another link in. For, an, for a beginner bike? This is like the coolest a, fucking yeah. beginner bike ever. Yeah, I yeah, but it's base price. It's too expensive. Let me, let me yeah, you. I know. Just do a CBR 250. Oh, you want a sport? You don't want a sport bike. Um, CBR 300F. So just get a Honda, dude. Get a Japanese motorcycle that's cheaper. And here's I I was looking at this. Here, dude, Sam, the one you just linked is over two times the price. No, it's not. Yeah, two times the price of the of the, of the, of the, of the, of the oh no, that's of not the, mine. Of the, of the one from 1973. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't. Um, yeah, of the yeah, one from 1973. Fucking motorcycle. Dude, yeah, no, your the nine from 1973 is one that you can't service in any way, <laughs> and you're probably definitely going to have to. Yeah, okay? it's a 50 year old. Uh, but motorcycle. what if he learns how to do it? Like, it only is 10,000 miles. Even if Parker, even if he learns how to do it, he has to buy all the tools to do it and have a place to do it. Yeah, <laughs> there's a million different things. Buying a used motorcycle without a garage is like, you know. Jesus. Dude, there's you're, also you're like going a, to have a, to buy shit for a, it. a decent chance that next year I'm going to be living in a studio that doesn't have a kitchen. So I'm going to buy a, <laughs> a double induction cooktop. Oh my god. Wait, was that no. the thing that James linked or was that did you link that? Uh, I don't know if I linked it. I think James linked it. It it was advertising no kitchen. Yeah, okay, no, no he kitchen. was advertising kitchen. Now, like, most of the studios that are like even reasonably 
close to reasonably priced aren't reasonably priced. They just don't have a kitchen. So it essentially should not be zoned for like human living. Yeah, um, it's not actually it's a box. But yeah, it's if I end up living box. somewhere like that, I'm buying that. And then also maybe buying this. You really should God, this would really suck. That would really suck. I mean double induction, dude, you need so many more burners, honestly, the way that you cook. And also I could, gas I could do two. Also, um uh, No, induction cooktops are actually nice. They like work really well. And I have the right kind of pans that work with induction cooktops. This to be metal because it's like a coil that like heats the pan itself. They're like more oh, yeah. precise way, than gas. Also, you haven't factored in the cost of motorcycle wear, which is going to be at least like a like five hundred dollars. Yeah, least. it's like almost a grand to like get gear. It's almost a grand to get gear, and then... I like mainly just need a helmet. Oh no no no! You need the whole thing, otherwise you will you'll you'll crash on the oh on this night on this fifty year old motorcycle who could just explode at any moment. I don't trust. I, I mean, I would I wouldn't trust it until I'd like actually worked on it and made sure that every bolt is tight. This guy this guy's been tinkering with it to kill yeah, for time. two years for a couple of years. Yeah, it means and now he's selling it. I wonder why. <laughs> what oh, God, dude? I don't know. This who knows. Clean title and it runs. It runs is a, a, a okay. How does it run? Does it like move? Also? All right. How about this? How about this? Do I need a trailer to bring it back? Hey, how about this one? Okay, great. Uh, this one has. Jesus this one only Christ. has three thousand miles on it. It's the same thing, dude. Why are you yeah. going for aesthetics and not like making sure? Because I don't give also a fuck. Has drum because I'm literally living like shit for a year at least this is because yeah it's so about the aesthetic sam you parker shut the vibe you don't know anything about Earth. i mean it is all Anyways. i'm doing is riding no, it I know to a fucking the... donut shop to work i know about junkie i living. need to make that <laughs> not suck like okay then just honestly just save your money and get a new motorcycle that like will work or or recently recent yeah, like part a, of the, a less old one part of the point of getting like a cheap one that's youth that will crap out in a year is yeah. that like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing in a year so like i don't know here's so a three thousand here's a three thousand three hundred dollar 2016 honda cb 300f which has a bigger engine and will actually be able to go on the air estate and does it have any miles on it that's 1700 mm, that's cool and it's got an led display and all that shit Disc uh, it's brakes, kind of notably. ugly, but it's fine. It's fucking just normal looking, but like it's okay. Also, you know the motorcycle, how good it looks, has something to do with. Oh wait, it's in Beverly, Massachusetts. Never mind. Let's go to. <laughs> let's actually put LA in. All right, I'm not. I'm not gonna do this. I'll research it later, but like not on the podcast. Um, what else have I been doing? Nothing. <laughs> I fixed my Nothing? bike. Nothing. I fixed right. my mountain bike. I did a service. I did a suspension. Um. Opened up all the suspension and put new juice in it. That's it nice. Out. Bled the brakes, made the shifting work again. Trued the wheels. Hubs are fine. Nice. So now it's just ready to go. Um, all right. Should we I mean, just end the pod now? Parker, what have you been up to? Yeah, I've been applying to jobs nice. and reading the brothers Karamazov a lot. <laughs> Great. I am on page. <laughs> 
477 of this This is, mind boy. you, a book that I'm also reading at the same time, so please say absolutely nothing about what has happened. I wasn't going to say Good. anything there other than go. I was on page 477, and Thank I still you. have, like, 200 to go. Yes, he does. It's also, six. job search blows. Dude, blows. I, I have much less qualification than you, Parker. And no, I... no, 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 you do. No, you don't. Parker didn't do anything, any extracurricular. I did fuck all in uh, It doesn't school. matter, dude. <laughs> yes, it does. You have a that finance degree. No, yeah, no, you're. You could get like any market. consultant job. That's like, especially if it's not big four. But even if it's big, you four. need it. You need a CPA. No, I'm just for that. trying. I'm trying for like anything analyst. I don't care about prestige or whatever. I just want a comfy 50k job. Yeah. To start at least. Somewhat city, uh, location. Yeah. yeah. Um. What? Uh. What? Are the, what's actually? What do you think your best bet is? My best bet. Um. Yes. I have no clue. Much? Have you None applied of, to... I've had nothing... I've had no favorable results, so... <laughs> Great. I have nothing to go off of. And you're just sending resumes at these places? Yeah, I am. Should you be... I, I think you're going to have to start writing cover letters when you move out. I've written gonna, a couple. And you're like... you're going to have to grind them out several times. Um, because that's how you'll get in. Like, they don't... They get probably hundreds of resumes. They're not going to just pick yours, especially with the fact that you have no extracurriculars. So you got to like write cover letters for a lot of these. It's just going to suck more, but it'll it will actually produce results. Uh, it's whatever. I added a skill that I don't know onto my resume, so maybe that'll help. Hey, <laughs> nothing like it. Yeah, I'm fucked. I like him realizing increasingly I'm I'm fucked. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do. Uh, you it should blows. probably you should apply to graduate school. That's already the plan. It's just right. it's next year. That, Why don't yeah. you work? Um, I don't know. Where could you work? Work in Hollywood well, or something. Currently, my chance be like, a production the only, assistant. The thing I have lined Get up molested. is the thing I have lined up is working at that donut shop, Primos. Yeah. Um, which cool. is like sixteen an hour plus tips, which are like pretty generous tips. But I I could just barely make it on like twelve thousand for the year for rent. And food, and then uh, some ex- a couple extra expenses on yeah. that, but it's like it just seems stupid. Like I feel like I should oh, yeah. get a job that's not Nico. just. Yeah. yeah. What are the odds, Parker? I mean, Nico, you should become a production assistant. Honestly, that'd be fucking hell crazy and awesome to be a production assistant on some crazy production in Hollywood. But also, mm-hmm. uh, what are the odds you're gonna room with our mutual friend? Uh, I don't know, man. I, it's both of the people because I'm kind of have two leads, but both seem very unlikely. Okay. Not, only in the sense that's like seems volatile and maybe unrealistic, and possibly will be too expensive. Nobody's talked numbers yet, other than me saying what my max is, which is. About, I see. I see. So. All right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, we got uh. We got Claro next for the net for Tuesday for Wednesday. Swing by Claro. All right, let's bounce out. Bye bye. All right, bye. 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 Now, whoops.